0: Hi, I'm Janet Shield Scott, and you're listening to JanetFitBeautyStyle.com, a lifestyle talk guide with expert advice on beauty, fashion, wellness, real estate, entertainment, and fun celebrity secrets. Hello, and welcome to each and every one of you. I'm your host, Janet Shield Scott. Today, we have a featured guest who's talented. I mean very talented. He's a veteran hip-hop artist, producer, writer, co-creator for the urban animated series De Jammy*, which is the first black animated music series for kids on Netflix. And with all of that, MC Nice has a chart-topping gospel album titled Praise and a single titled I've Got Angels. Love both of those. But before we get to um, MC Nice, let's get to our inspiring words of wisdom. And they're both from Facebook. Uh, Two inspirational quotes. The first one, you can never make the same mistake twice because the second time you make it, it's not a mistake, it's a choice. And then the second quote, uh, inspiring quote, again from Inspirational Quotes on Facebook, you don't know how close you are, so never give up on your dreams. For more inspiring quotes, log on to my Facebook page or my Instagram page, Janet Shield Scott or JanetTheBeautyStyle.com. I will be right back with MC Nice after this message. Sports fans, PassPros.com has it all. Baseball, basketball, hockey, and soccer. Get autographs and memorabilia direct from former pro athletes. Don't forget to check out the upcoming events page for special events near you. PassPros.com offers t-shirts, athletic gear, artwork, vintage cards. Log on to PassPros.com. Welcome back to JanetTheBeautyStyle.com, a Janet Shield Scott podcast. Let's welcome MC Nice, who's a hip-hop artist, producer, writer, co-creator. He's the uh, co-creator for the Urban uh, Animated Series, The Jammy, and he's got, he's a gospel artist with the album titled The Praise, and a single titled I've Got Angels, so I might have got a little tongue-tied in there, but he's going to straighten us out. Hello, welcome MC Nice. Hello there, Miss
1: Janet,
0: how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, and we're so happy to have you uh, to be a part of the show today.
1: I uh, appreciate
0: it. All right, now, to get started, when do you sleep <laughs> all the stuff um, you're doing? <laughs> well, you know,
1: I, I, I would prefer never, but of course I squeeze in maybe four a good four or five hours, depending on my day.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. All right, so um, let's, I guess, we'll start off with a little bit about you are the co-creator of a music series, The Jammies, on Netflix uh, for kids. Tell us a, a little bit about that.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, it's actually on several other platforms as well. It's uh, The Jammies is an animated music series, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, and it's uh, obviously uh, designed for the uh, uh, it's an urban animated series, and it's about five kids from the sub- suburbs. They sing, dance, and rap, and their whole aspirations is to be the next hip hop stars. But we also it, it, it also takes you on the journey of them having to deal with life as uh, as tweens, where we cover issues like homelessness. Bullying, obesity, self-awareness. So we try to squeeze in a message with every show without being preachy to the kids. And we were—it uh, was created by me and my partner um, William Dollar Chapman, and it was uh, executive produced by Mr. Ralph Barquah from Real Husbands of Hollywood, you know, and um, and and, and uh, Galen Walker, who was the executive producer for Teenage we, Ninja Turtles, and uh, in, in, on. I think it was like last year's movie and and the, and the movie before that, and our whole objective was um, in, in regards to the show was that there wasn't enough uh, I guess content created that was that was geared towards uh, kids in regards to uh, today's what's going on in today's world. You know, when my parents grew up, they were on Fat Albert and. Um, they would, you know, always yeah. preach to us. Oh, Fat Albert! You need to watch Fat Albert, or you need <laughs> to watch, you know, the election Company. I'm like these old shows, but then when you really look, you know, when you really sat down and you watched them, you got the message, you got the understanding that was meaning. Well, in today's society, it doesn't exist in the sense of there's a lot of wizardry and magic and reality TV, but reality TV is even scripted. So in this case, we wanted to give the kids something that they could spot, you know, that would relate to them. Mm-hmm. and at the same time deliver the message you know, um, that they, that would resonate with
0: them. Mm, okay, well I commend you. Uh, it's a beautiful project. I, I got a chance to to take a look and it's very impressive. Uh, keep up the good work on there.
1: Uh, thank you, I appreciate it.
0: Yes, now let's talk about your new album titled Praise, or oh, your new gospel album titled Praise. But first, let's talk about the fact that you have three singles out and one which is titled I've Got Angels and I believe that was inspired by Richard Smallwood. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Uh, nowadays it is inspired by he serves as a co-producer on the actual oh. song itself. Okay. So, so yeah, it was um, Well, I Got Angels is produced by uh, Sam Peasy, a uh, producer out of Alabama and um, you know when, when I first learned that we were, we were putting together a gospel album, inspirational, it was an inspirational gospel album. Um, we needed something to really set the tone of the record and and be the first out and you know and and I wanted to create an album in praise that wasn't really about my struggles and triumphs, but more or less you know glorifying God and celebrating God and. You know ways, you know ways to do it. But in this, in this particular instance, uh, the uh, song was produced by Sam P- Both he and his family experienced an unfortunate event in their life, and this song uh, uh, musically was to you know keep him reminded of that and to and, and, and to let him know that angels was always watching. You know, and then when he presented their track to me. You know, I I, I I listened to the record, and I was just like, you know, blown away because it took me back to when I was, you know, when I was a kid and listening to the record where, uh, uh, Richard, you know, Richard Smallwood was iconic, you know, um, in in my in my in that time, still today, and uh, it just took me back, and and so I automatically I knew that i had to do it because you know i went through a tragedy in my life where i was hit by a diesel truck and and, uh and didn't know
0: Mm -hmm. i was gonna get to that go ahead
1: yeah and didn't know if i was gonna survive you know and 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 whatnot but then you know this song reminded me that i had angels watching over me that helped me pull through so from the first note i you know I, I, i tell you what it's about you know and um Oh, in regards to the song, we all got angels in our life, and if you wholeheartedly believe, then you know that God has got you, you know, and so when we played the record for Mr. Smallwood, he not only loved the record, but he applauded it and co-signed
0: it. Well, I can see why, because it's, it's beautiful, I love it. Uh, and then you've worked also in other music genres where you've worked with Tupac and MC Light and some other notables.
1: Uh huh, yeah, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I, um, was one of the co producers on Tupac's, uh, album after he, after he passed away. Although I met Pac before then, um, it was just, you know, somehow we never really, uh, got to link up, you know. and, but in this case, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was perfect for a sad timing. It was after his death, but at the end of the day, it allowed us to, Uh, really dive into something different and we created the uh, uh, exclusive uh, not exclusive uh, acoustic version of Thug's Mansion and um, we didn't know that record was going to be a single or not but we were you know we were all in Modesto recording this album of Tupac he's got so much music nobody's ever heard and even sitting there listening to all the music and and a lot of it didn't really come out but that particular record made it out Mm and 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 it was, it was different because it was all acoustic and, you know, and we wanted just the words and the voice of Pac to resonate, you know, just over the string guitars, you know, and it uh, ended up working out that way. And then Nas did his version, you know, and then at the same time, you know, we went on to, I was with a group called Kansas Cali and uh, Kansas Cali, you know, was, uh was, was a group that we were urban we were I guess RB hip hop and then we transitioned into urban rock we created a job called urban rock and uh, we end up man, we end up producing um, uh, uh, Aaron Hall <laughs> you know um, we produced Casey from Casey and Jojo and Jodeci and then obviously MC Light and then we went on to do four other soundtracks uh, uh, we went to do on, went to, went on to do five soundtracks. One of them won the Oscar in a movie called Crash uh, with Andy Newton and uh, and uh, a bunch of other people, Matt Dillon, Andy, uh, and my man Terrence Howard. So it went on to win. But then we also were on uh, the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith soundtrack with Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, Haven with Orlando Bloom, Kicking It old with Kevin Kennedy. So we went on to do some, some real powerful stuff.
0: Yeah, I can see. And you and, oh boy, I mean, it's just mind blowing all the stuff that you've done. <laughs> uh, so, what made you decide to uh, lean over towards the gospel genre as a Oh, artist?
1: actually, I started out in gospel hip hop. But at the time, it was being shunned by the church and, and was considered something uh, some folks, uh, uh, well, some folks considered that it was music of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And didn't want to embrace it. So that's why I ended up joining, you know, in the R&B hip-hop group, right? And, um, but the thing about it is, you know, uh, when, when, when Lecrae and, and uh, uh, Kirk Franklin, they all kicked the doors open, that, that made it, that turned it into a more acceptable format. So, you know, it went, it went on from there.
0: Okay. And then I also like the single All Right, which you say gives listeners tips on how to come to a resolution for themselves. Tell me about
1: that. Well, yeah, All Right was really pretty much designed to um, let people know that everything's going to be all right. You know, we, we, you got the right to question things, but you know, understand that everything's going to be all right. Even from the first note where I say, um, ask why you believe, why you kneel, God ain't real, why you you know what I'm saying, like, I, I, I give you the questions of what people ask you know, and then at the end of the day, it's me too, I ask those same questions, but here in in the song I give you the remedy on how to, how to, how to find it, learn it for yourself, see it for yourself, and let your faith go be to God, you know what I mean, yeah. I guarantee you'll be alright
0: oh, and then, you know, well.
1: it, <laughs> you know well, so, I like that um, uh-huh. So the whole, the whole thing behind that was giving people, you know, saying, "Hey, you have less, you have questions, so do I. But so this is how I reached my answers, uh, and you know, and here's how I'm still reaching the answers."
0: Mm-hmm and and then we'll go on to the next single where you talked about uh being hit by a truck and and then you uh say that this song i guess sort of helped you to beat the the devil back or the negativity of the devil and i have to say that i too was a pedestrian accident victim survivor so i know exactly how you were feeling because i wanted to die i was in so much pain so go ahead and
1: yeah, well, explain if, that. If for me, I was you know, I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So you know, and uh, me and uh, a friend of mine, were on, we were riding a bike, uh, 10 speed, and we were on the way back. And so uh, back home, and I was going to see my mother. And so uh, we were at a stop, uh, at a stop sign, and we were actually crossing the street. Then, from out of nowhere, uh, a diesel truck didn't put on its brakes and hit. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I flew maybe 25, 30 feet in the air and I hit the ground and couldn't move, nothing, you know. And so, um, you know, fast forward and so I'm at the hospital, with body cast on me from my neck down, you know, my left side cracked up and doctors telling me that, you know, I'd be lucky to walk, you know, and that, you know, just be fortunate that I still got life and and my mom's was, you know, uh was, was a young woman and she was pacing back and forth trying to figure out, you know, what we gonna do next and I had a little brother and I was and she was a she was a hard working lady, so she was doing my maybe two or three jobs. So I would kinda hold down the home but she but so here now her oldest is in the hospital. and Now she has to, you know, take off work so you know the struggle, you know, pursues in there. However, I defeated the odds in the sense of relied on God, relied on the faith, you know, looked through the and the strength of my mother and uh persevered through that. And when I persevered, you know, I felt empowered. And when you feel empowered, you can accomplish, you know, many things, especially when you got God on your side. And so and that was one of those things where you know, the rehab was crazy, and but the determination was there, and God kept telling me to push. My mother kept telling me to push, and, you know, here I am today, walking,
2: mm-hmm. and,
1: and, and and built like a linebacker, because <laughs> I'm 6'2", 200, you know, 200-and-something pounds.
2: Well, you know, all stuff. right. <laughs> i can
1: get on the football field today you know
0: but that's not the case god's got me going in a different direction yes he does and it's a good direction to go in so now um father father that was this is though years later though the song father um, Father. no well father father
2: was uh was exactly
1: that um was the the accident I talked about the action and right. Father, Father. Mm-hmm. Angels, you know, I got angels, so I got, I got angels and Father, Father kind of coincide in the sense of, you know, I got angels, you know, let you know that you got angels watching
0: out for you. But and I at mean... At that time, I had angels watching out. Yeah, but I mean, the song came later on because you said they happened when you were 12 and now the oh, song yeah. is out now. Yeah, well, you know, I felt like
1: now it was relatable in the sense of, you know, um... In the sense of when, when you when you when you're doing the other the, any other genre, I guess as far as hip hop is concerned, nobody you know you're not really talking about um, those things because I wasn't a gang back here. I didn't sell drugs, so, you know, it's like my story wasn't really relevant, I had to either be like a cool little rapper with cool metaphors, or I had to be a drug dealer, or somebody that went through the hard times, that, you know, that, that can come out with these songs, which is why the music I put out never yeah, really reflected, you know, me being, being a hard dude, it was always love and, you know, and solutions <laughs> to the world's problems. So when I did the gospel album, uh, and, and, and as far as inspiration, being inspirational, it was just like, Okay, here's a here's here's a here's a, here's a, a moment that I wanna share with the people in regards to um how I went through and how I persevered and how God, you know, led the way. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so do you think you'll continue in the uh, hip hop gospel genre area?
1: most definitely um you know my, my my thing is it's not about just getting in it and, and 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 just striking you know for the moment i'm really in it to really hopefully revolutionize hip-hop you know on the on the inspirational front in the sense of giving more exposure for instance um, um for instance, when I when I, when I filled out the Grammy form, like to become to get on the Grammy ballot, there was no real uh, lane or category for gospel rap or gospel hip hop or inspirational hip hop. They they grouped it with inspirational rock. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Inspirational pop. So. The gospel artists or rap artists didn't even have a chance as far as being nominated because you're against other genres and categories. So, but it's an, it's an emerging genre. When you look at Lecrae, Bizzle, Uncle Reese and all these other uh, uh, cats that are in the gospel world and have been doing it for a minute, it's just now about creating doors that allows them to be spotlighted. So if I can be a, that guy that helps that, that's my goal. Mm-hmm.
0: Straight up. Okay. Alright, so is there any message uh, other than in your music that you would like to to give the listeners?
1: Um, well that's pretty good, I mean the, it's, it's many messages. Um, one is you gotta have the mindset to want to be great, to achieve and, and you gotta believe that you can do it. So that's one of my messages. But for anything that you want to do in life, you have to research and research and then implement. I'm built to lead for God. I may not be in the church pulpit, but I'm in music's pulpit, giving you God's message through lyric and scripture. So that's going to be one of the things that you know I, that I give in the sense of you know my objective is not to just return to gospel and use it as a platform to elevate myself but i'm coming back to elevate gospel hip-hop
0: yeah yeah because you know a lot of people that's your gift and a lot of people don't realize that through your gift you can like you said elevate people just through what you do uh because people go off and do other things instead of uh, uh, using the gift that God has given them uh, to yeah to, to inspire others uh, because that's what your gift is all about. It's not a God didn't give it just for you, He g- gave it to you so that y- His light can shine through you, which is what I believe He's doing to you now. Mhm. Now oh, let me just rewind a little bit. So do you, uh, with the animated series, do you draw or anything?
1: No, actually, um, yeah, I am I'm an artist in every sense of the word. Like and but I didn't draw for this particular cartoon, but I can draw, I can oil paint, I can uh airbrush. In fact, my uncle, his name is Ronald's husband. He was the first black animator ever at Disney.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember reading that.
1: Um, you know, and so, it, I guess it's kind of passed in the genes. I just didn't know that I would be in, you know, be over in that front because I've always been, uh, orientated towards, mu- uh, sports and music. It's just that, you know, when me and my, uh, business partner seen that there wasn't content, you know, centered towards kids, uh, of color we said yo we need to look out for our people but we need to not put them in the ghetto we need to not have them you know uh uh smoking and drinking let's just get let's put them in the suburbs let's have them attend a school that's for the privileged as well you know um and, 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 uh, and tell those stories nice.
0: and so that's what I did when I showed my uncle he was blown away that is I, com- yeah, that's, that's, I commend you on that because I do get tired of seeing uh, stuff about us always being in the ghetto when that's not necessarily true all the time you have just right. like whites are in the ghetto, blacks are in the ghetto. There's black middle class, black upper class. Let's tell some of those stories too. So, uh, do you think that at any point you might collaborate with Disney? Um, that would be that would
1: that would actually depend on Disney because Disney's normally focused on their own properties in their own situations. Now, if they came and said, hey, we want to, you know, uh, talk about a collab, of course, we'd be interested. And I'm sure once they found out that my, you know, that uh, my uncle is who he is, and I mean, that I'm related to my uncle, uh, mm-hmm. that my uncle was a part of the family in the beginning, I'm sure it would be a whole lot of love from that standpoint. But we've been an independent, we're an African-American Latin company. I'm Puerto Rican and black, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and, um, and, and we're, I think we pride ourselves on being one of the only uh, independent African American companies that's actually in the spotlight as far as um, animation is concerned. Where we, not only do we have the Jammies, but we have other cartoons that's going to be followed. And we were able to, to um, open the doors as far as on Netflix. It was the first animated music series on Netflix. Uh, urban for kids, and now we're all also on a Kid Genius channel TV on Comcast Infinity, we're on Apple TV, we're on Amazon Prime, we're on Roku. So we're creating we're we're creating more and more lanes for others to walk in behind us. Because the thing about it is. Uh, what some people don't know is that the African-American buying power is that $1 trillion. So we're the buyers, right? But there's no real things that represent us on TV outside of... Sure, you have power, you have um, empire and blackish scandal, but what about the youth? Mm-hmm. You know, so our whole objective was let's go after the youth, let's see if we can get our peoples on it, uh, and uh, and get the support from that standpoint, and create you know avenues that outside of sports and music that uh others that these kids can aspire to do and be.
0: Okay, where did you get the name MC Nice?
1: Uh, <laughs> it's funny. My explanation is fairly simple, but complex if you really think about it. MC is just what it stands for. I'm a lyricist, I'm a lyricist first. You know, first, that delivers words that needs no censors. You know, so it's like it's about being creative with uh, metaphors. And when I was in school, my, you know, as a writer, my my teachers used to call me novelist. Right, and it stuck with me, it stuck with me, and it, stuck with me. And it stuck with me, and so even when I was in Kansas, Cali, I was a, I was known as novelist, but um I've evolved, and so nice means novelist is constantly evolving, so every day I evolve, every day is my evol- evolution, and now that I've embarked on a solo career, I've returned to my roots of who I am and evolved. And, and, you know, and I'm on a whole new level with you know,
0: doing God's work ok well congratulations uh, yeah. where can we uh, find out more about you can you share your social handles your website Sure.
1: Um, I'm on, uh, you can go to my website mcnice.com that's e-m-c-e-e-n-i-c-e dot com on twitter and instagram at mcnice so it's emc E E N I C E L A. On Facebook it's M C Nice Music. That's E M C E E N I C E Music. Um and YouTube is just uh M C Nice T V or M C Nice.
0: Alright. Uh and can you close us out with a little bit of your MC Nice flavor, inspirational flavor, rap flavor?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um Uh, I mean, I could, let me see, let me think, let me, let me, let me think, let me think about it, um, um, because um, I got so many things floating in my head, <laughs> <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so give me a
2: second,
1: mm-hmm. um, okay, here you go, give it up for the Lord, let your voices be heard, don't be silent, we in times that requires the word, that requires the purge of the absurd and blurred, with agendas to spur the herd, to turn the unheard, we battle every day to try to walk, to talk, and face evils that bark the walk. Stay prayed up. The clock is ticking, the plot is ticking, the time for sitting, the pile of ticking, just watching, listen, They'll stop the mission. The gates are waiting. Satan's hating, berating the great, detonating fear to get you to not believe, to get you to not receive. Let your faith talk. Let them know that you a child of God and that your worship is not a facade. That's a real talk. Let them know that when it's time to rise, that we will rise and be ready to die. That's a real walk.
0: All right, MC, nice. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I like <Fair> it. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. I got one
1: little message. For any great achievement, someone has to be the first to do it. So why not you? Just do it to God. Mm-hmm.
0: You've been listening to JanetFitBeautyStyle.com, your beauty, entertainment, and lifestyle expert talk guide. I'm Janet Shields Scott, columnist, radio, and TV host. You can like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, oh, and YouTube for more fun and informative Yes, and celebrity interviews. Log on to the website janetpitbeautystyle.com. Remember to love, laugh, and live your life with style. For those of you that are going through tough times right now, let's close this out with some inspiring lyrics from MC Nice from his single titled All Right.
2: Everything is alright I'm giving God the glory And the thanks for he is alright Although right, I'm grateful by your grace We can say right. everything, everything, everything is, is alright Everything, everything is alright right. right. Why you believe, why you kneel God ain't real, why you pray, why you stay What makes you feel like you feel When you feel, what makes it really They really want to know I'm telling them this If you really persist Then you should go Read it for yourself See it for yourself And let your faith Don't be Learn it for yourself Listen for yourself I guarantee you'll be alright When I wake up in the morning And i up.